Hey, it's Joe Evans. Welcome to the Online Entrepreneur Podcast. And today's question is, how do you stop feeling nervous and anxious on camera so that you can feel confident and give a great performance? What does it take to successfully create and market products or services online? How can you grow your business online and inspire and impact the lives of millions of people? Welcome to the Online Entrepreneur Podcast. Join your host, Joe Evans, as she builds a community of online entrepreneurs who are creating and selling products online. Joe goes behind the scenes to share experiences, talk to leading experts, and uncover the secrets to help you become an online entrepreneur. So the question today is, how do you feel confident on camera without feeling that nervous feeling, that anxiety, that stress, those sweaty palms, you know, all those things you feel when you're nervous on camera? And that's what we're going to talk about today. So I mentioned last week, that's putting together my offer. And that's that video confidence system for business owners so they can get confident on camera. So if you wanted to create some content, if you wanted to connect with your audience or sell your products, which you either have online or offline, this to help you get confident on camera. Because if you want to sell anything, the first thing you need to be is confident on camera. You need to be able to sell to people and selling is serving. I think I've mentioned that before. You need to be able to serve people and you do that by connecting to them and creating some content and value for them. And you need to be confident on camera. And with my video confidence system that I've put together, I mentioned that I put that into three phases because I believe those are the phases you need to get confident on camera. I've learned this myself from going through the process and coaching other people. So I've coached other people on how to be confident so I understand what that process is like. Because I wanted to be confident too. I wanted to have the confidence to run my own business and start my own business. And I didn't when I started off. You know, in my early 20s, when I wanted to be a photographer and set everything up and have that business, I just didn't have that confidence or that belief in myself that I could do it. For me, it was unattainable. So I did my other career, which was I wanted to be in the police. I couldn't do that when I left school because you had to be 21. But that desire to help people was always there. And for me, that was like the next step for me because I certainly didn't believe that I would be able to have my own business. And certainly with the amount of money it would have cost in the 90s to set up a photography studio because we didn't have all these lovely digital cameras and things weren't as cheap as they were. We couldn't just film from studios at home. For me, that confidence is quite important. It's something that I wish I'd had when I was younger. And then when I did have my own business, when I got my injury in the police and I moved abroad, and I started to understand sales and business and have that belief in myself, and then wanted to help other people, to help other people have that confidence to start their businesses and start believing in themselves, something which I lacked myself. So being confident is something which means an awful lot to me. It's something which I think can make such a difference to somebody's life. Confidence coaching was what I wanted to do. I wanted to help people do that. And from my experience, com- you know, coaching people, I understand what the process is. That's what I wanted to learn. I wanted to learn how to not only be confident myself, but how could I could teach that to somebody else? How could I understand that process? What's going on in the mind to get that confidence? So you could actually take that and give that to somebody else. And it's with this role, I find myself, I'm still working behind the scenes. It's what's going on in the mind, what creates that confidence and how we can do that. And that's what that first phase is about. It's about becoming confident. And I mentioned in my last podcast that one of those things you need to be is to be yourself. You've probably heard a lot, of, you know, being authentic, being yourself on camera. And one of the things I said is you find a role model. I just want to clarify that. Just, you know, just had some questions about that, about being yourself, but finding a role model. So... What I mean by being yourself, 
and using a role model is you're looking for somebody who's already confident and successful. Now, just to clarify, it's not about copying anybody or mimicking anybody. It's finding a role model, someone that you relate to, that you think, I really like the way they talk. I like the way they are on camera. I like the way they hold themselves. And looking for that physiology because success leaves clues. And we model what already works. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. We're looking for what somebody else who looks confident on camera and sounds confident. And what are they doing? And you're just looking for that success so that you can then use your your body, your physiology in that same way. Because that's the first step. And I mentioned last week, if you're learning any new sport, any new skill, if you're going to do any weightlifting, the first thing they would teach you is to how to hold your body to get your form correct that's before you added any weights before you did anything you would work and get your form correct first and that's the same with confidence you'll get your form correct you'll get your body correct and then on top of that then we can start adding skills we can start adding that on-camera mastery once we understand and we start using our body starting feeling confident now that's one of those steps there's a few other things you would need to do which are covering phase one on how to be confident on camera And then the next thing that happens once you're feeling confident and having coached people and again, feeling it myself, is that then that performance anxiety comes in, those limiting beliefs come in and it's at that point they pop up. Now, when I was first coaching, you know, it was about five, six years ago and at the time, I believe you need to get rid of all those limiting beliefs at the beginning. You need to work out what stops people, you know, what stops you being confident, why don't you feel confident and try and remove them all at the beginning. And I realise now that those limiting beliefs, they will pop up. And that's experience that's told me that that you can't just remove everything. There's some we can remove and we should expect limiting beliefs to remove once we expose them to the light. But as you start gaining skills and improving, then other beliefs and other limiting beliefs pop up. And Dan Henry, actually, a few weeks ago on his stories, I was watching his stories and he was talking about staying in these hotels. And he's obviously, you know, he's made millions with his business now and he has a lot of wealth. But at the time when he started, he didn't have, he didn't have a lot of wealth. And he was staying in these different hotels and he moved to, he wanted to move to a better hotel. And he noticed that actually he was having some resistance to paying $3,000 a night for this hotel. And he's like, even if I have the money, that limiting belief, they still come up. And my experience, it mirrors that. That does happen. Because what I had one of my clients, again, this was a few years ago, we were working on confidence. Then all of a sudden she'd be like, oh, I can't really feel this. I can't. We was working on some exercises and she was starting to notice that all those fears she had were coming back, even though we'd worked on some other limiting beliefs and fears were there so I was like right now we need to work with them and that's why with my program I made phase two about the performance cure because some of those beliefs those ones that you know that maybe deep down they will pop up and that's great I'm glad they do because now we can deal with them and that's what this performance cure is about it's about dealing with that fear those anxieties giving you the tools to build your online business you're listening to the online entrepreneur podcast so one of the ways that we can deal with that performance anxiety is by not trying to fight it it's about managing it now there's a great tech talk called how to make stress your friend by kelly mcgonagall she does this great talk about how your beliefs about stress change your body's physical response. It's what you believe about stress. Now She was dealing with stress and trying to help people manage stress. And what she actually learned was that instead of trying to control stress, 
the answer is to just change how you think about stress. And she did this from from all these different studies and looking at all these studies that had been done with how people responded with stress. And one of the studies they did at Harvard University was they actually told people that stress was working for them. That instead of it being a negative, that it was there to improve their performance and that that beating heart they felt was so that they were ready to take action. And that that breathing fast, that wasn't a problem. That was giving them more energy and more oxygen to the brain. And that it was actually going to help them perform. And what they found afterwards was that people reported less stress, feeling less anxious and more confident. But not only that, the physical stress response in the body changed. And it changed within their arteries and how the heart performed. And they were able to... Work out that long term, if you believe that that feeling of stress and anxiety is there to help your performance, your body will respond in a different way. It will change the way your heart responds, which gives you better heart health. Less likely to die of a heart attack from stress because you're no longer stressed. You are prepared for your performance and you are prepared for anything that's coming at you. So it's all about belief which I thought was just fascinating. Now, there are lots of other studies. There's another study that talks about how the body's response is very similar to excitement. So you turn that stressful feeling into excitement. So it's believing that that stress response is there to work for you. Now, for you being confident on camera, how can we put that together to work for you? So I've put together a framework here that's going to help you feel more confident on camera. I've got a couple of steps. And the first one is to believe that that stress feeling is there to improve your performance. And that alone will change how your body responds to that with better heart health. So number one, you believe that stress is there to help you. It's coming there to assist you. Number two, you should expect it and look forward to it. And the third one is we rename that. So instead of being stressed, anxious, nervous, the word I use for it is my performance fuel. That is my performance fuel. And I always say to myself, here comes the fuel. I look forward to this feeling because I know I'm ready. I'm ready to give a great performance. Because the other thing they found from those studies was that the feeling is very similar to feeling courageous and joy. So you want to feel All that courage that you've now got and that joy so you can enjoy being on camera. So those are the four steps on how to turn that feeling of nervousness into your performance fuel that is going to help your performance and actually start enjoying it. Start noticing that those feelings are very similar to excitement. You think about a time when you felt incredibly excited about something, you'll notice they're very similar. So if you think for yourself, when did you feel excited and notice where you get it? A lot of people either have it so they'll feel it in the tummy. Some people it's in the chest. In other people, it feels like it's traveling up the neck. Where's that feeling for you from that nervousness? And notice it's the same for excitement. So it's something we should be looking forward to. We want that performance fuel. We know that's going to help us give a better performance on camera. So now the trick is to start flipping that, start flipping that feeling, thinking, great, come on, I am ready. I'm ready on camera and I'm going to serve my audience. I'm going to make a difference. You're going to really help your customers so that you can connect to them on camera. So I wanted to leave you with that today, my framework on how to change any performance anxiety, any fears, any nervousness into performance fuel so that you can go on and have a great performance. and You can enjoy being on camera. 
And that's just one of those steps that I cover in phase two on how to deal with performance. I wanted to share that one with you because I think it's a really good way of changing how you feel and changing your beliefs and start to thinking about how things are now working for you, not against you. And next week, I'm going to talk about the final step, which is about your on-camera mastery on how to, once you're feeling confident, once you've dealt with any fears, limiting beliefs, any performance anxiety is now your performance fuel then the next stage of phase three is that on-camera mastery and you need all three of those so next week i'm going to talk a little bit about that so i hope you'll find that useful so my final thoughts for today are any anxiety or nervousness that you feel needs to be flipped into your performance fuel to help you get on camera connect with your audience and start to feel and enjoy being on camera and start to expect that feeling that performance fuel to arrive And if it doesn't come, get yourself excited, move around, jump around, get yourself excited because that excitement, that feeling of excitement, that's going to help your performance. That's it for this episode of the Online Entrepreneur Podcast. Remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or for more tips and tricks to help build your business, visit the onlineentrepreneurpodcast.com. 